All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode 58 of The Get Down. My name's Cream. Gary W. here, and this is a very special episode. It's going to be very funny. Yeah, we are live from Disney at the moment, pre-dinner. We had a big day at the parks, or at the park. Well, we kind of only went to one place in the in, in Hollywood. So we went to uh, Star Wars Land, I guess, as a layman person would call it. And that was a fun time. We did literally everything, which was awesome. Um, and now we had a pretty good experience, which I'll let Cream touch upon in a second. But now we're back at the Polynesian, staying here for the evening uh, on the monorail. And we're going to have dinner uh, over at Contemporary. So really, really excited about it. Um, but let's, t- let's talk about something that we're very familiar with, and that's hospitality. Um, so Cream, go ahead and uh, you know, let the people know. Yeah. So we were kind of, we had some ideas for this episode. We always generally talk about a few ideas that we want to talk about. And then anything that's pressing that happens, we kind of will work it into the show. Today, we were, we, we experienced something. We're like, we have to talk about this because the hospitality was so incredible and super on point that we had to bring it up. So we are in Hollywood studios. We're at the, the Disney or the uh, Star Wars world and we were waiting to try and get into uh one of the bars which is super cool super unique um it's totally star wars themed and we were waiting online literally trying to refresh 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 to make uh, a reservation and we ended up just kind of walking up and gary happened to see someone that he knew from hanging out here one of the bartenders right yeah yeah, so we saw the we the bartender was hanging out outside, and then it just so happened that one of the higher ups of that bar was standing right there, and uh, noticed that we were trying to get his attention. Uh, we did not, unfortunately, and he walked back in, and then they just asked us, um, "You know, how many people you got? We're gonna make it work for you guys." And it was just kind of like something that's not really seen, especially down here where everything is so reservation driven, and I feel like. Wherever you go, you know, especially even if you're in the Northeast, kind of where we're from, you know, there are places that are reservation driven because, you know, there are places that are very popular. But it's important to know that, you know, you could still walk up and schmooze people and just kind of make your presence known. And there are still really good managers and owners out there that will make things work for you. I've had similar experiences at places like, um, What's that wine? Is it Bin 14? That wine yeah, place? Yeah, Bin 14. Fantastic. Like that place is notoriously packed. At least it was, you know, pre-pandemic when I lived up there. And I, I've had similar experiences like, oh, we're going to fit in somewhere, even if it's just at the bar, you know? And, and um, I feel, and we, we talked about an experience that we had uh, at the uh, pizza place uptown. Um, I forget the name of it. 10th Street Pizza and Pasta. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Like, and and it's just I, I like to highlight the places that do things like that because you know what? It's not, it's it's not few and far between as much as people think that it might be. Um, they, there are still good managers and there's still good owners out there that will go above and beyond to take care of their customers and and to highlight those those people is important. The other thing, something we always kind of talk talk about, but the reason why we got in is because we knew a bartender who worked there who happened to work at another resort that was not as busy as, as the star Wars area. And you became friends and I used to go to his bar and hang out and spend money. And now when we were at a place where you can't get reservations, we were able to get in. So it's like 
the same principles, no matter if it's DJing, bartending, serving, nightlife, whatever it is, like they just work, you know? If there's a place that you really enjoy going to and you free and you know you're going to frequent, even if it's like your first time there, I think it's important to establish a rapport with the people that work there. Just in in like, okay, in some foresight, I'm gonna be here a couple of times. Let me learn your name. Just call the guy by his name or the woman by their name and have like a good, uh, a, a good exchange with them. And then it can, it, whether it turned into a friendship, like literally as I'm sitting here recording, I just smiled because Bruce texted me. It popped up on my screen. The guy, that, <laughs> the, the bartender that I knew, he just texted me. So like whether it becomes like a friendship or whatever it might be, or you just know him or her from walking into that establishment, you don't, you don't know where those relationships could lead. Yeah. You know, professionally, personally, whatever it might be. So, so anyway, let's talk about speaking of like um, relationships and uh, establishing relationships with people like you might not know uh, from your local community. Let's talk about having DJs in from other, other places because you just had Revis in. I'm so upset that I missed it. It looked like a great time. I think he said, quote unquote, I'm moving to Jersey. I, I don't know if that's true. Um, but let's talk about your experience with that. I know that it's very difficult to, to host. It's exhausting. You always have a lot of moving parts, especially when you're booking 50 plus gigs in a weekend and then also hosting somebody. So talk about your, uh, you know, what, what had gone down this weekend. Yeah, we had a great, we had a great time. It was a great weekend. I, I, I was saying to him, like your lineup for the weekend is as good as it can get pretty much for like North Jersey based bookings. Um, so we came in, we went to dinner on Thursday. We had a great dinner, uh, me and Angelo and, and UFO. So, and Rivas had, had dinner, kind of talked about what to expect for the week. Just, you know, we never actually met in person. So it was great to meet in person and just kind of get to know each other a little bit in that way. But yeah, man, like as soon as he played for 30 minutes on Thursday, I'm like, this is going to be a great weekend. There's going to be no issues. I don't have to worry about a thing. He just gets it. Played a great set at Tally Ho. A lot of the guys came out. A lot of the regulars were out and got to meet Revis. Um, and yeah, like the whole weekend was, we, Ashford was, a, it was a slower night at Ashford, but it was still a great time. Really? Um, yeah, it was, it was weird. I don't, I don't really know why, but it was kind of slow everywhere on, on Friday in the Hoboken, Jersey city area. See the, what's happening right now. I feel like in, in, in that market is something that had happened uh, pre pandemic where Fridays were, uh, somewhat slower than Saturdays and yeah. then Saturdays, like all day and Sunday. All day. Well, this happens during football season and, right. and, and don't everybody out there that's listening. If you're a DJ that DJs on a Friday, don't get in, in the North Jersey, New York city market. Don't get discouraged during football season because people work all week long. And then Friday is going to be their off night. And then they're going to go hard Saturday brunch, Saturday night, and then Sunday all day for football. And then they got to kind of recover and, and then bounce back for work yeah. again on Monday. So Friday's kind of like that off night. So if if you're especially if you're a young DJ that's not used to uh, kind of a football football season uh, format, this is kind of how it goes. It's it's slower Friday and then picks up Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Someone else also said to me, "Oh, well, it's the first of the month, so everyone paid their rent. It's going to be slower tonight." And in all my years of working, I've really never thought of that. But I guess that's a thing. I don't I don't know. Is that a thing? I, I mean, I guess, I guess it's a thing. Um, I'm looking to my left because just to give you guys a, I'm, I'm on the inside. <laughs> you, you <friends laughs> hanging out. 
Harry's <laughs> hanging out on the, on the, the balcony out here. We're doing it. We we have a little bit of delay, which is kind of funny because we're only about you know eight and a half feet apart. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I've never even heard that as a as an explanation as to why things would be slow. Where yeah, oh, that was the first rent. time I've ever heard of it. Also, but um, maybe. Who knows? I mean, right. We always say everybody's yeah. situation is different. So, yeah. But like, like, I think what you said is, is more of what it is where I think there's just been a shift in when people like to go out. I think the pandemic kind of helped that because a lot of people were doing brunch and daytime stuff. And I think that's just carried over. And the first eight weeks of football are going to be like this. Then that's going to slow down a little bit on Sundays and, and the Fridays will probably pick up a little more. And then once the playoffs hit, it'll kind of go back to Saturdays and Sundays being the, the busier time. Right. Yeah, well, you, you have to remember too. Right now, up especially in the markets that get cold, everybody's taking advantage of the brunch outside if they can, brunch outside on a Sunday if they can. Friday's like, all right, I got out of work at six. I'm going to chill out. Whatever it is, what it is, it's a, it's kind of a lost night. Yeah. It's not a social night, you know. So, yeah. I, yeah. I just pointed I just pointed that out as like a as like a coach up to the younger guys that you know don't get discouraged you know especially to our guys too don't get discouraged when you have a Friday gig that's slower because I see it on the group chat where you know I'm 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 hanging out at home on a on a Friday down here in Florida you guys are all busting your ass up there and it's like oh well it sucks right now and then it doesn't pick up till twelve in some instances. yeah it's like an eleven eleven thirty hit usually on a Friday right. if it's slower right so you know you, you still kind of have to play your night correctly uh, from the get-go, even just going into it, especially on Friday, knowing that it's going to be slow and just a little takeaway. So, yeah. So I, I, I know we're doing this randomly in a random place, so I don't know if our, our audio is cutting out. If it is, sorry guys, but we're, we're trying to, <laughs> we're trying to squeeze in a pod this week. I know we missed last week. So, um, but yeah, so so going back to like what you brought up with with bringing DJs in. So so yeah, we did the the whole thing with Revis. Saturday he got to play Birch. I, I caught the very tail end of of their set with Hova, and then Sunday they got, got to come in and play Wolf, like prime time, which was pretty awesome. But what? I I think I think the real the real thing is like like gig swapping, right? Now, I want I wanted to talk about this because of the whole gig swapping, like quote unquote, and I think. The minute you talk to somebody about bringing a person in or going to play someone else's market, you know whether it's coming from like the right place or the wrong place. Um, because to me, if someone's like, "Oh, well, I'll bring you down," but then you have to bring me up, or if you bring me up, like to me, it's not about that really. It's more about bringing in someone who I think is a dope DJ who I want to work with, and. Right having them rock out. And then if at some point I then get there, that's amazing. But like, I don't expect that to happen. We've talked, we've talked about expectation in the past, right? Where whenever you give something and then expect something back, there's no positive, not that there's no positive, but there's less positive that can, that will come of that. Right. Yeah. Whereas if you're doing something like, out of the goodness of your heart, for lack of a better term, like, I think you're a dope DJ. I'm going to bring you down. I think you're going to rock these rooms. It's going to be fun. I'm going to get to know you. You seem like a good person. We've talked on the, you know, we, we've Zoomed or you've been on my podcast or whatever it might be. And you just feel like that it fits. Then you just go ahead and do it. It's this good gut feeling, right? Yeah. When you're bringing somebody out 
with the expectation that I'm going to then go play those dope spots that you're playing, uh, you know, that's just the wrong way to go about business, I feel. And I feel like that's yeah. where that's where people fail, where where there's that expectation of return. Like that's not it's not the right way to go about it. And that's obviously what we've built our business on, where there is just surround yourself with people that you that are like minded, that that yeah. have the same you know aspirations, goals and and that you think highly of. And I think that the positivity kind of just comes around not to get all like hippie on you. But like that's I think that that is what it is. Right. Like, the, you know, like you said, like Revis is dope. His production's great. All of our guys play his music. I you know, we, we've had him on the podcast down to earth, dude. Really, really cool. We know he can rock a room. And then he comes and he just kind of like fits the mold. Like it, it, yeah. it just makes sense, you know? Yeah, he got to meet a ton of the guys. He got to check out all a lot of the spots that we play or we hang out at or work at. Um, so yeah, I think I, it was just it was a just seamless weekend. It just worked. He played the rooms exactly how they should be played. Like he played he played a remix of the Big Bad Wolf, like an old A-track track at Wicked Wolf, and Slav came like running over, like, what is this? How come you idiots haven't played this before? Like, what's going on? How come the guy from Boston's playing the Big Bad Wolf at Wolf? That's doing your homework, you know, and that's why, that's why, we, that's why we felt comfortable bringing him down and having having it be just like a very simple yeah. thing, like the simple as in the bookings, not as much the the entertaining yeah. part. The entertainment part is part of it. Like when you got to go out and, and be on top. Yeah, of top. like we stayed out late. We drank a lot. We drank a lot this weekend. It was a it was a long, aggressive weekend. Um, and I think that's yeah, I mean, part you, of, part of hosting and having a lot of DJs and friends and promoters around. Right. Yeah. I mean, you showed up for a mini vacation this week and didn't have a drink yesterday. So I knew that it, it had to be some <laughs> aggressive stuff that went down. <laughs> the pre- I mean, listen, you guys know days. my Mondays, like <laughs> everybody knows if I don't answer you on Monday, we all know why. Just leave me alone. I'll talk to you on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I, I feel like it leaked over into Tuesday to this week. <laughs> But I, I think one other thing um, that I think about when we, we've it's taken us 10 years or 12 years to be able to start doing stuff like this, where we have enough booking power and we are are doing enough stuff in our market where we can we have the ability to bring these people in. And I think it's a, it's a good thing for everybody. Right. It's a good thing for customers who may not have never heard this person. And maybe they're like, wow, this DJ was amazing. Who is this? And then the next time they're in the other person's market, they go there or they follow them on SoundCloud or whatever it is. Right. It's a great thing for uh, managers and owners because you're bringing in a a name from from out of town and you can promote it as, hey, this is Revis from Boston. He plays all the big right. spots in Boston. He's coming down for a special guest set. I think it's great for all of our DJs to network with someone whose music they've been playing forever for the last three, four, five years. Right. Um, and just then be able to to network with someone from another market because who knows you, you never know if Hova who just played open for for Revis on Saturday is in Boston and, and hits up Revis like yo I'm in town what are you doing and they hang out all weekend or he DJs or whatever he doesn't even have to DJ but it's just like you have a connection now in another market that opens up doors and it's just a, it's just good you know to know so, people in in different areas something that something else that's really overlooked by venues is that like Revis is going to put your venue's name on his social media. And now your venue's name is blasted all over his market. Right. Up in New England, <clears throat> up in New England. Right. So those people come down here. 
um, to vacation or whatever it might be down in New York. And they're going to be like, oh, let me check out what Birch looks like today. And Wicked Wolf Sundays look dope when Revis was there. Let me go check that out. Right. And that and that's, you know, that's over that. I feel like that's overlooked um, where they're like, well, what's this guy doing for me? Well, he's he's opening up doors in a whole new market where you can have a whole new audience. Yeah. So just kind of I think it's cool. I I think it's cool to to have the ability to bring in Revis and we have we have Danny and Spindiana Jones coming in next next month. Right. November. Wow. When's been when's he going in? Um. I think the second week in November. So they, they're going to come up together. Um, okay. Spindiana's an, another uh, club killers guy. Danny's been up and has, and has rocked this market, I think, twice now. Yeah. Um, but again, just good dudes, guys we hung out in Miami with, guys we've DJed with, like people we want to just hang out with. And, and that's the people that we want to book, right? We have Soto coming up from Charleston after that. Yeah. So we're lucky to be able to now just bring in these these dope DJs. Yeah, guys, if you if you want to listen to any of these DJs just to kind of get a, a taste of what they sound like, um, get down radio. We featured actually all of these guys. So you could go and check out Revis. His mix just came out like a week ago or two weeks ago. We, we, we yeah. lined it up with his trip. Um, Danny's got one out. Uh, Spindiana's got one out for Memorial Day, which is dope. Go check that out. Uh, and then this way, if, if you kind of like their vibes, you can go check them out when they, when they travel up or down, wherever they're from. <clears throat> yeah. So. And, and honestly, like just to kind of pull the curtain back on from our end, right? Like what we always used to talk about was you want to have as many coals in the fire, right. That, that you could possibly have, whether it's right. going to meet managers or going to talk to other DJs or whatever it is. We're now at the point where we have coals in the fire in all these different markets. Okay. And what do we got? Five minutes. <laughs> we're we're on like we a timer today. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we, we have all these. Now we're able to have coals in the fire in all these different markets so that it, it's kind of like next level now for us, which is awesome. Right. And again, right. like it, it's all about just working with the right people and and the, bringing in people that, that you want to work with. And that's it. The, the nice part for, for us, I feel like, is that like I couldn't I don't ever have to go DJ up in Boston. I don't what I like to go DJ out in Tampa. Yeah, it's an hour from my house. So, yes, that's a different market and a yeah. different conversation. But like I, I don't ever have to go to Boston. I don't feel like that's a need for me. Right. Like. But I'm, I'm happy to open doors up for our. Well, yeah, of course. And that's I feel like. You know, in, in my part, my career, that's that's the, the 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 fun part. That's that's the uh the part that gets me excited. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that's that's we always talk about how that's what kind of like pushes us to keep keep going, right? A little bit right. where it's like our careers are we've had long careers and we're kind of like playing them out here. Like right. <laughs> who knows? There could be more bigger stuff that happens, but like if it doesn't, it's okay because we have all these other guys that matter you know, that we want right, to help grow. Sure. Definitely. So definitely. Agree. All right. So since we are on a quick countdown, um, one other really quick thing that I want to bring up. <laughs> so the last episode we talked about the wedding that I had that I was hating on or whatever, I'm not even going to get into it, but I turned around to, uh, our, our boy, Danny Deluxe. And I was like, man, do you think Peppas is going to go off at this, at this wedding? He's like, I don't know, man, I'm not sure. 
Um, and I'm like, I'm going to do it. Like, fuck it. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> like, it's a big song. It's going to go off. Literally, like, the biggest reaction of the entire night is, is Pepos, which now leads me to believe that, like, the song's about to be dead because it's, it's right. now, you know, like, it's- 150, like, different aged white people at this wedding are now on head bus and it's just like a rap. <laughs> Sorry guys. Oh, like man. It's, it's just true. It's over. It, it is. It is. <laughs> when it, when it, and then right. It's like, sorry to the mobile guys, but like when it gets passed on to the wedding, yeah, it's a rap. I know, I know, I know there's a lot of pushback with that. There's a lot of like, you know, no weddings are, are, are like the club, but like, you know, when, when grandma's, dancing to it we know kind of where where it's going <laughs> it was it was definitely a younger crowd, but like it, it, it was <laughs> it was funny it was like interesting really opened my eyes like wow all right that's the biggest reaction we got the entire night but we were saying like there's still places that like don't want you to play that and that's ridiculous but that's just not knowing that's not knowing the that's just just not knowing period <laughs> yeah like, no idea about the music not specific to anything it's it's just not not knowing period yeah i don't know and and that's where you hope that the venues that you work for kind of do their homework a little more that that are cognizant to okay these are the top five biggest songs i don't care if that's not the direction that we want to go in we have to play those five songs i feel like that's really important to uh what do we have five minutes roughly all right um All right, so let's wrap with this. So we're we're down in Florida together. We're leaving Thursday. We're both coming back to Jersey. Where are you going to be this weekend? Where can people come see you? All right, I'll be at Latin Night, 626 on Thursday. That's always a good time. Bartenders are always fantastic. Management's great. Uh, That's a lot of energy in that room. Friday, I am at the Ashford upstairs in uh, Jersey City as well. Uh, Back at 626 for Drag Brunch. On Saturday, uh, we start at one o'clock. That goes to around five. I'm not sure who's on Saturday night. Really, really excited to be playing with DJ Cream. That's going to be a fun time. <laughs> we have. Uh, yeah, I'm pumped for that. That's going to awesome. be That's going to be awesome. Trizzo's opening up. Uh, one of our younger guys does a great job. And then Sunday, I'm over at the Shep for football. That'll start. I'll start at one. Uh, if you don't know. Now, you know, it's the Giants versus the Cowboys. It's an away game, so you know we're going to be packed. It's going to be a great time. Hoboken's yeah, going to be, Sunday's gonna be a show on Sunday. Uh, Hoboken's going to be a show on Sunday. Wild. So looking forward to it. Where are you at, Kareem? Uh, I have a lighter weekend. Uh, Thursday night, we're doing first Thursday. So myself, UFO, so Angelo the Kid, all three of us are playing Tally Ho. We'll probably do a little like back-to-back every 30, 45 minutes, switch, something like that. Um, so that'll be fun. We haven't done that in a couple m- months because those guys have been really busy too. And I, I've been traveling a little bit Friday. I'm at six twenty six. Saturday. Like you said, we're at Birch and that's all I got this weekend. Um, wow, nice. I kept it pretty light. So I will be ready to rock my gigs and I'm excited for you to be back up. We get like a whole week together here. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And now we're going to go have pre dinner drinks and go to dinner. Let's rock. <laughs> All right, guys, short episode, weird, you know, audio. Who knows if it actually sounds good or not, but I hope it did. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. My name's Cream. Gary W. Peace. Peace from the Polynesian.